What's up guys, this is Scott from Iron Legion. This is episode 250 of Strong the Iron Will Way, official podcast of the Iron Legion Strength Company. It has been a minute since I recorded on here. It's uh, July, or no, June 19th, I believe. Uh, so we are uh, coming out of quarantine a bit here in Maine and uh, getting a little bit back to normal. Uh, Iron Legion, the gym has been up and operating for about a month now, uh, maybe three, eh, probably a month. Um, restrictions were eased a little bit to allow one-on-one training a while back. Uh, so we were fortunate since that's the majority of our business is one-on-one. Anyway, we were able to open back up and uh, get our operations going again. We are still unable to offer small group training, which was one of our uh, offerings. But other than that, we're we're pretty functional. So what I wanted to talk about today was one of the things I've noticed. Uh, I noticed this pretty consistently, but I've noticed it more during the quarantine period and also now coming out of it. And uh, I can't remember whose podcast or book I was listening to or reading, but the author mentioned that he likes to write and record his podcast, you know, almost because he's telling the lessons that he's discussing, the things he's talking about are things that he needs to be reminded of or that he's kind of almost writing for his himself. Um, and I think that is definitely applicable for today's topic and something that I do a lot. Um, and that is whatever I'm talking about on here is 99% of the time something that I have struggled with or been confronted with and oftentimes still am and still do struggle with. Um, and so I think today is one of those things. So what I'm seeing a lot of is people apologizing for things, primarily apologizing for needing help or not being able to do certain things. So let me give you an example. A lot of uh, what we did when we first got shut down at the gym and we weren't allowed to operate and do training anymore in the facility, we began writing programs for people that they could do at home. If they had just body weight, if they had some equipment, Uh, Some people rented equipment from the gym so they could have things to do at home. Uh, People bought bands or borrowed bands. And our job as coaches was to provide ways for them to keep working out while they were at home. Uh, We also began to offer online uh, workout sessions. So via Zoom, we would lead them through home workouts with or without equipment. And we would also write uh, write workouts or record videos for people to follow. So... This was great for some people because it just gave, for on a, from a coach's standpoint, I really enjoyed it because it gave me an opportunity to interact with people and still stay somewhat connected to my normal day-to-day life. Um, but in reality, you know, working out with a trainer over Zoom is is really not the same. It's a very different experience. It was better than nothing, in my opinion, but does not compare to the real life experience of changing your environment, coming into the gym, being in even just a different physical space. I don't care if you have the best home gym in the world. It's hard to work out in a place that's still your home that you associate with other things. Um, it's much, 
very similar to people who work from home. You know, there's there's value in going into the office and having that change of scenery and mindset and different, you know, not less distractions, but different, you know, and same thing with working out at home. You're still home. You, you still know you're at home, so you're still tempted to multitask and try to throw in a load of laundry or um, you're noticing something that um, needs to be cleaned up in the kitchen while you're trying to work out. And, um, you know, I've told you guys before that happens to me at my gym because that place is my workplace. So it's hard for me to do my workouts there because mentally I'm in work mode when I'm there. So I'm much more inclined to check my email or fix something at the gym or remember that we need to order things for the gym while I'm working out. Whereas if I get a membership to another gym and go there to work out, uh, when I'm on my way there, my subconscious knows I'm going to work out. You know, when I walk in that place, when I change into my lifting clothes, when I get my lifting belt out, like whatever the thing, the processes are that I go through when I go to that gym, it's all queuing me up and setting my state for its workout time for me. Um, those things don't happen to me at my gym because I'm in work mode when I walk in the door, right? That's 90% of what I'm doing there. So for a lot of our clients, when they come into our place, they're shifting into me time mode, right? They're getting ready to work out. They're getting adrenalized. They're, they're leaving their home lives behind. They're out in the car. They're coming in. They hear the music. They're getting into the zone. This is all taken away when you're forced to work out at home. So... A lot of people were apologizing for not being able to do very well with their workouts at home, not feeling motivated at home, not even doing anything at home. And um, I wanted to acknowledge that and say that there's no reason to apologize for that because that's a real thing. Um, most, 99% of people can't work out well at home. That's why gyms and personal trainers exist, right? Um, I've had people over the years apologize either out loud to, to me or to themselves or to their significant others about why, like they'll say things like, I don't know why I just can't do this by myself right now. I'm still going to need to keep coming and, you know, paying for this. I don't know why I can't do this alone now. Again, there is no need to apologize for that. That's the reason that coaching is a profession and is a way for people to make a living because we need help with things that we aren't necessarily inclined to want to go do. I use the example all the time of professional athletes. And let's take LeBron James, for example. Here is a highly motivated, very competent, athletic, intelligent individual, right? Clearly, LeBron James could devise a workout program of some sort clearly he could probably do things properly but yet he has trainers and coaches to help him okay well now money's not an issue for him obviously so his significant other or friends are probably not bugging him about hey why do you still pay money for that trainer why do you still go to that coach but it's the same idea he needs a coach because he needs someone to a make him do things that he doesn't want to do because he might love to play basketball but i'm sure he doesn't love to do sprints or practice some of the drills that are necessary to play at that level a coach is going to make him do that same thing with working out you might create your own workout schedule but you probably have a tendency to create a workout program that consists of primarily things that you enjoy okay 
you'll have a tendency to leave out exercises that you don't like, include exercises that you're good at or that are comfortable for you. Um, probably do less sets and reps um, than you should. It goes on and on. So there's no reason to apologize for needing help in any kind of capacity uh, that you need a coach or an advisor or a mentor or whatever. Likewise, um, people were apologizing also for just kind of having a hard time in general, right? Like almost saying, oh, I don't know, I'm, I'm really like off and this thing has really kind of messed me up and I don't know why. And I would stop them and say, well, don't apologize. I know why, because it's fucking weird. And because we're all uh, stuck in our homes with uh, we're social beings that are being unable to work and uh, spend time with our loved ones and do all the normal things we do. So yeah, it's to be expected to be um, thrown off. The funny part about what I mentioned earlier, how this is a reminder to myself, is uh, some years ago I had to go. I went through uh, a training program for a job, and we had to do a lot of self-reflection, uh, and we went through a lot of challenging exercises to really uncover things that we struggle with. And I remember realizing, I said this exact thing out loud, that. I have a really hard time asking for help, and that can be in, in literally any capacity. And the example I gave was if I were swimming at like a very crowded pool or beach and was drowning, it would be very hard for me to yell that I needed help. Um, that's a real thing. That's, first of all, not good, okay? Um, and what that represents is not good, but that's really how I think. I'm so afraid to show weakness or vulnerability in certain ways that I would just about drown before screaming out loud to a bunch of people that I needed help. So, But just by saying that, I recognize that that is not good and I need to be able to acknowledge that I need help. And I'm working on getting better at asking for help in every way, whether that's uh, I need emotional help, I need to talk to somebody, I need help with my business, I need help with my training. And when I look at things that I have done throughout my life, there's been some benefit to not asking for help. I've, I've kind of learned how to do things, um, learned by doing, I should say, in many ways. But man, there's a lot of areas that I would be much farther along had I only asked for help when I was younger. And there was two reasons that I didn't ask for help. One was that I was afraid to ask for help because somehow asking for help would be admitting that I don't know and that was something I didn't want to do. I felt much more comfortable for me to pretend I knew, think that I knew, convince myself that I knew than to ask. And then that's the second part is I in many areas thought I knew better than people with more experience, more knowledge, more time on this planet. Um, even now, I'm still learning um, about training and programming and ways to work out that are more effective. And I look at things where I've progressed in the last two years more than I have in the last 20 years. And that's because I've talked to more people. I've listened to more people, actually. More important than talking. I've listened more. I've read more. I've opened up my mind to say, hey, maybe the way I've always done it isn't the best way. I'm not going to say it was wrong, but there's always ways to do it better. So um, 
my my point in all this was try to train yourself not to apologize for needing help uh, because when you get to the point where you are afraid to ask for help in any um, capacity uh, it becomes very a very dangerous and also unproductive way to live because um, it can be dangerous if we're talking about mental health and emotional health right if you need something or someone and you uh, are ashamed to admit it or say it out loud um, you're, you're not gonna get the help that you need and uh, I think the the need for the help has to outweigh the, the fear of asking for it because um, if you like a lot of people will be more than happy to help I if, if anybody is listening to this that feels like they don't have anybody they can reach out to for fear of being judged or any of the things that go with asking for help um, you can track me down and you can let me know you need some help because um, one of the things I try to do try very hard to do is make it easy to come let me know that you need help um, so I'm working on trying to even be better at that but even if on a lighter note if you want to get better at working out and lifting or learning how to eat or any of those type of things that we talk about ask for help don't apologize for needing help don't apologize for needing a coach for the rest of your life um, you're not coaching and training is not simply designed to teach you something to then go on your own that's something we can do and does happen but the majority of people who use coaches and trainers um, their goal is not to do it on their own they're doing training and coaching because they need someone to make them do the things they don't want to do hold them accountable to showing up at the gym there's a reason that most personal trainers and coaches have a cancellation policy right now on one hand of course it's to protect the business so that you can't reserve your trainers time for 8 a.m. tomorrow morning which is a popular time slot let's say and then just not show up and leave the trainer with no client and no income um, that's just not fair to the trainer and it is not uh, a good business practice but that's not the only reason that that exists the reason that exists is primarily to hold you accountable to get your ass to the gym. The reason you're paying a coach is so that you actually go because you probably have a tendency to not go or find excuses and blow it off. So a, a large part of what we do as coaches is make you accountable to show up. Once you do show up, we have to hold you accountable to do the things that you don't like to do do the things that are uncomfortable but necessary I think I thought this morning of um, you know to have the life that you want you have to do a lot of things that you don't like so let, let me repeat that to have the life that you want or a life that you like life that you love you'll have to do a lot of things that you don't like so I'll give you an example of that I love coaching people. I love training people. It was my dream when I was younger and realized that this was a thing to be able to make a living, a good living, coaching people and helping people be strong, helping people build muscle, helping people build, live better and healthier lives. That was like a dream. If I could do that and that was my only job, I didn't have to go to a 
quote unquote real job. I didn't have to sit at a desk. I didn't have to be um, out doing landscaping or any of the things I did for summer jobs in high school and hated them. That sounded amazing, right? Well, guess what? One of the uh, requirements, if for lack of a better word, of doing that for a career, uh, at least for the first, uh, geez, up until probably a year or two ago, was getting up in the dark, waking up at four o'clock in the morning um, or earlier to be able to start with a client at five o'clock. And also not just be able to be at work at five, but be ready to go at five, like awake and also prepared for the entire day because you're just not showing up at five to sit in front of a computer and read some email and drink some coffee and get your shit together. You got to be on and awake and you got a five and you got a six and you got a seven and you got an eight and a nine, maybe a little break and then you got a 10 and 11. You have to be ready to go. So that means going to bed at eight o'clock, nine o'clock. If you go to bed at 10 o'clock, you're already tired. It's already late, right? That's that's not something I liked to do. That's something not something I ever wanted to do. But that was a necessary evil for achieving the life that I wanted, right? So you're going to encounter a lot of that stuff. I mean, we see that in training, right? If you want to be stronger, um, you're going to have to do exercises that you don't like. You have to do exercises that are uncomfortable. Even if you love squatting let's say and you want to be stronger at squatting you might have to do front squats and lunges and things that are like parts of getting stronger at squatting that you don't enjoy so that's a simple example but you get the idea so i'm going to wrap it up just by uh reiterating the fact that uh it's not a sign of weakness to need help um it's a sign of strength in my opinion to be able to admit where you need help to be able to ask for help, to be able to seek out help and guidance. Uh, Don't be me. Don't be the guy who's going to drown because he's too proud um, to have somebody help him. In fact, reach out, um, admit that you need help, ask questions, and you'll find that there are a lot of people who know a lot more than you about a lot of stuff and would be more than happy to share that knowledge with you if you just ask. Uh, That's it for today, guys. I will talk to you soon. Thanks.